0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Got a huge NBA game tomorrow, uh, ready to uh, get underway. Oh, about 14, 15 hours from now between the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, big matchup in L.A. And here to give us some insight for us. From the uh, Southern California News Group, columnist Jim Alexander joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Jim? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, This is the third time the Clippers and the Lakers have matched up so far. Clippers won the first two. One was like a decade ago, opening night of this season. (laughs) that way yeah doesn't it and uh the other one was a very good showdown on christmas eve uh christmas day uh nba's uh big regular season in season day um what will make you believe who is the team to beat when we start to head toward the playoffs head-to-head action by the two the regular season standings or something else altogether oh it's hard
1: to tell i mean the 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 Clippers have won the first two, obviously. Uh, and the interesting thing, uh, stat the other night, they are 10-0 when they have their full lineup, when they when when nobody's injured and everybody's available, and Kawhi's playing. There's no load management or anything, and they will have they've had their full lineup in each of the first two games against the Lakers, and they'll have their full lineup tomorrow. That said, seeing what the Lakers did last night against Milwaukee, who is right now the best in the league until proven otherwise, you know, I suspect this game tomorrow may be a whole lot closer than than either of the first two.
0: Understood. Is there any bad blood between these two organizations?
1: Well, I know one household in which there is definitely not the Morris twins. I don't. I don't know if they're bucking together yet, but I, they they talked about it, and Doc Rivers said, "Well, I don't have a problem with that, just as long as Marcus brings back their game plan." But no, I, I really don't think there's a lot of bad. There may be more bad blood between the organizations than there are between the players. I mean, it's you now it's it's a it's a fan. Rivalry, and even then, it's lopsided because it's still a Laker town. It's it's an interesting dynamic here, and I, I guess it's sort of like that in New York with the the Knicks Nets relationship. But here, um, tomorrow's going to be a Clippers home game in Staples Center, but it's probably going to be a Laker crowd because it's it's the same way the same way it is every time the teams play, and it's a Clipper home game, but the Lakers fans buy most of
0: the tickets. Understood. But let me ask you, has it swung? And I know the first two games, one was a Laker game, one was a Clipper game. In the one Clipper game where season tickets honored uh, for Clipper fans, not Laker fans. It's been a while since the Clippers and the Lakers were on parallel footing. Uh, A couple of years, the Clippers were actually better because the Lakers weren't good, but the Clippers weren't... (laughs) Clippers right. <laughs> uh, the Clippers weren't a, uh, let's say, viable NBA Finals contender. Now you got right. both as viable NBA uh, contenders together. Uh, you think that the Clipper fans who, in years gone by, were ready, willing, and able to put their tickets on the secondary market. You still think that'll be the case going into tomorrow?
1: I would imagine, uh, yeah, I. it's just... It, it's just strange when they play each other and it's a Clipper home game. I mean, it's, this is such a Laker town, and Laker fans remind me of Raider fans. Even when they were down, even, even when the organization was in a shambles
0: and
1: they were out of the playoffs six straight seasons, Laker fans still believed something was going to happen. And something did happen. They got Anthony Davis, but they believed all that time, even while the team was bad, that they were still the Lakers, and they were going to get what they needed, just because they're the Lakers. That's 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 the way Laker fans think. And it's it's it. The it, it, the other part of that dynamic out here is that the Clippers is an organization. Appear to be good with that. I mean, their their whole advertising campaign is is streetlights, not spotlights, and that sort of thing. I mean, emphasizing themselves as the the gritty blacktop guys, etc. That worked more last year when they were a team that basically came out of nowhere to to give the Warriors everything they wanted in the first round of playoffs. For well, so this year, now that you've got two superstars on the team, but what the Clippers also are doing. It's not that they've written off the current generation, but they're aiming at the kids. They've refurbished 300 neighborhood basketball courts, and they've all got the, the Clippers logo plastered all over them. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is visiting classrooms and handing out backpacks. They're aiming, they're aiming for the sons and daughters of Laker fans. It
0: might be a Could be a smart way to market themselves. If that's what they're doing, I I give them credit for it. It's pretty smart. Jim Alexander from the Southern California News Group, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you for mentioning Anthony Davis, because that's where I want to go next. Took a call earlier in the show about tomorrow's game and the Clippers and Lakers in a potential Western Conference final, which will be more important than this one game, but we got to get there first. And I said, if there's one player that scares me that the team doesn't seem to have a defensive matchup for them. It's Anthony Davis. Uh, I know how great Paul uh, George is. We know what Kawhi has done in NBA finals. LeBron's a four time MVP, but the guy who I think has a little bit of a hold over everyone else is Davis. Cause I don't know who the Clippers can and will match up against him. Speculate for us who gets most defensive time on AD tomorrow. Hmm.
1: I'm not. To be honest, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. I mean, who do you put on him? Montrezl Harrell. I mean, I don't know. I I agree with you totally about Davis as the X factor. Just because he's he's a big that's shooting three pointers. He can handle the ball. He he can be a six ten point guard. He has he has such a skill set. That there, there really is no way to match up with him. There is not anybody. You know, maybe Kawhi. Maybe Kawhi could match up on him. Uh, that would be an interesting matchup. I don't, I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. But and the other, the other aspect of what Davis has brought to the Lakers is he has got LeBron reengaged. I mean, it is. Uh, Le- LeBron is playing lights out. LeBron is playing at an, at an, MV- an MVP caliber. Uh, you know, ja- Gian- Giannis is still amazing, but I think it's I think it's a dead heat for MVP between those two. But I think Anthony Davis probably should get some votes too because his presence has made LeBron better, and it's 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 made everybody on that roster better.
0: The Clippers uh, at the trade deadline and since in the buyout market have done a nice job of adding to their bench. How deep is Doc Rivers going to go, bringing waves at guys? Uh, You talked about having all of their guys uh, healthy. They're undefeated. Uh, But all of their guys are now a bunch of new guys as well. How uh, reliant is Doc going to be on the depth that he has?
1: He will be... Probably more reliant now than he will be come playoff time because you, at that point, you've got to shorten your bench. But, you know, it's an embarrassment of riches. Uh, he's, he's got a lot of guys he can choose from and a lot of different ways he can go. And what makes his job harder is now you've got to explain to guys if they're not playing, okay, this is why. Hang in there, stay ready, I'll get to you, what have you. But, <laughs> I mean, it. 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 I would imagine those are difficult conversations to have when everybody's healthy. See, that's the beauty of it, though. I mean, they've been able to withstand injuries and, you know, Kawhi's days off and what have you, just because they've been so deep.
0: Last night, uh, LeBron turned it up another notch. Uh, he won't admit to it, but I think, just generally speaking, you can say. Any challenge against a uh, guys in competition with for the MVP would raise LeBron's game. Does the fact that Kawhi Leonard didn't really consider the Lakers during this offseason something that would motivate a guy like LeBron in their individual matchup?
1: I'm not sure that that plays into it because it's, you know, summertime, summertime, and, and business is business, and, and guys understand that. You know, you're going to go where you get the best deal. It would be, a, it would have been great for the Lakers to have those three teaming up, but it, you know, obviously it didn't happen. Everybody moves on. So I don't think there's a rivalry in that sense. I think the rivalry there between Kawhi and LeBron is, hey, this guy's trying to get what I want, and you've got two very competitive athletes there and you've got two very high-caliber players. So you are going to see their best. Let there be no doubt about it.
0: Um, Understood that it's a Clipper crowd tomorrow, and I expect the place to be packed and loud. But you tell me there's going to be a bunch of Laker fans involved. Know that LeBron was asked this last night. What he thinks about potentially playing in front of an empty arena Because there is uh, worry about the coronavirus, and I applaud all the leagues that are at least looking into how it may be handled going forward. You want to put contingency plans in place. How big—I'm doing a national show here today. I live on the East Coast, uh, so I'm just reading and hearing reports from other places. You're actually out there. How big a scare is it out there? Is this something that is just uh, lip service? Or are the fans actually thinking, wow, I might not be able to go to Laker or Clipper games?
1: I, I don't know if it's reached that point yet. It's not as much of a critical mass here yet as it is, say, up in Seattle or even in the Bay Area. But everybody is taking a look, and they're they're making contingency plans. Uh, Today, SC and UCLA played at Galen Center. I was out there, and it was close to a full house. So it's the sort of thing where everybody is keeping a wary eye on it, and as it it spreads, as it grows, I'm sure there will be some decisions made. Right now, it's just stay the course and and hope that nothing happens, really, is – uh, all
0: they can do. All right. Last question, and uh, I should ask this in conjunction with the Kawhi LeBron question I asked. This is, I guess, qu- kind of separate, but uh, I'm going to ask you to turn back your memory and the clock about six months ago when Kawhi decided to join the Clippers. A lot of credit was spread around as to how they were able to get the MVP of last year's finals out of Toronto and out to LA. No, he's originally from there, but he could have gone Lakers. He chose the Clippers instead. What was the, as best you can remember it, or best you were able to determine and believe, what do you think was the driving force that made Kawhi Leonard pick the Clips rather than the Lakers?
1: You know what I think it might have been, and it goes back to last season. The Clippers had people at Toronto games. I mean, Ballmer would show up. I don't know if Lawrence Frank showed up, but they would have—they would have their staffers at Toronto games, and they would be visible. So I mean, they weren't—they were—they were very being very careful not to tamper. They weren't talking with him or anything like that, but they were just subtly letting it be known that hey, you're going to be a free agent this summer, and we want you. And, and it was. Like I say, it was it was subtle, but I think it was really effective. And I think I think part of it is, yeah, it would have been great for Kawhi to go to the Lakers to be part of part of that threesome and all that. But I think Kawhi is—I don't want to say stubborn, but he's he's the sort of guy that will go his own way, and rather than join. That team and join the two other superstars. He had a chance to to sort of construct it himself. He said, "Hey, you get Paul George, I'm in," and the Clippers did that. So all of a sudden, now it's it's his show. It's it's his and and PG's show. So I think that was a that was a lot of it too. That that rather than taking the what would have been the easier route, he took the harder route but the more challenging group, and it it could be the more successful group. We'll see what
0: happens. He is the big dog uh, as the leader of the Clippers, which he wouldn't have been if he joined the Lakers. And shoot, I remember Doc Rivers getting fined last year for making a very uh, accurate compliment about Kawhi Leonard, Now he's playing in the postseason, that the NBA deemed that as tampering, which I thought was just stone-cold ridiculous. That Doc is being paid to give his opinion, and he gives his opinion, gets fined for it. That's just. And I thought thought that was funny. I thought that was funny
1: for this reason. I had done because Kawhi is is from out here, and I'd done stories on him in the past when he was with the Spurs. And I would go in and I I'd ask Doc about him. You know, you ask the the opposing coach, what do you see, what do you like, what have you? And basically, what he told ESPN last spring. Was the same stuff he was telling me two and three years before that? He didn't get fined for that. I guess I guess that is that constitutes free speech. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I thought that Doc got screwed, but that's just me. Uh, hey, great yeah. stuff. Appreciate you coming on, Jim. You gave us some good insight tonight. Enjoy the game tomorrow. We'll touch base down the road. You got it. Thank you, Jim Alexander. Calmness for the Southern California News Group.